What's going on, my friends? This is Dave Sharp. Welcome to Wake Up Legendary. And I've got a quick announcement for everybody. Okay, those of you who uh, in 2020 were not able to come to any of our masterminds because, well, quite frankly, we didn't have any. Um, we have dates scheduled. And if you have a mastermind ticket, get ready for this particular event. Turn your mess into a message. That's going to be the theme for this particular mastermind. And it's going to be happening uh, September 9th, 10th and 11th. All right. So as you can see right there, this is an exclusive limited t-shirt. Uh, we're going to be giving away. Okay. So not here to, not here to sell merch, uh, just to make that announcement. So we, we, uh, we sent an email out over the, the, the last couple of days, we'll be sending more out over the, you know, the next couple of weeks. Uh, it's first come first serve in terms of booking the slots, uh, or the seats, and then we're going to be having another mastermind if you can't uh, uh, make the September 9th, 10th, and 11th, December 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Now, remember, this is for those of you who have purchased a mastermind ticket or took us up on our blueprints and mastermind deal. As you were going through the challenge or as you were coming into Legendary Marketer, you saw us, hopefully you saw us make an offer for you to get all of our blueprints and a mastermind ticket, uh, you know, for that kind of bundled deal. So anyways, um, turn your mess into a message, baby. 2021. Okay. 2021, September 9th, 10th and 11th. Now we're going to talk to somebody who actually, I think is selling a little bit of merch. With that being said, I'm going to, this girl is going to, we're going to we're going to go into all the details. She's going to be a really cool and exciting guest. With that being said, Bree, welcome to the show. Hi guys. Hey Dave. <laughs> hey, what is going down? How are you and where are you calling in from? I'm good. I am currently in Tucson, Arizona. That's where I live right about now. Nice. 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 So you are doing some interesting stuff. You've been starting this. You've started this affiliate marketing business um, in May of 2021. So this year, so May, June, July. I mean, we're basically about two moving into our third month now, like doing this. You also have a full-time job. Give us a little bit of like who you are in a nutshell and what led you to Legendary Marketer. And um, and just let us get to know you just in, in kind of a, a two-minute drill here. All right, cool. Well, um, I'm originally from New Mexico. I graduated with a degree in um, diagnostic medical sonography, which is just a really fancy term for ultrasound. And then I got hired on at a clinic out here in Arizona, I think 2018. So I've been out here since then. Um, I started TikTok in 2020, like when the whole pandemic broke out and um, you know, I just got on there for fun and I started my personal page. I had no idea how it worked. I was just posting like crazy videos and, um, I'm obviously obsessed with country music, specifically Morgan Wallen. And, uh, I wish that guy has gone through so many scandals, 2020 it's nuts. So like, a really? lot of, yeah, like my videos have just blown up because I was just making like 
you know, hilarious videos referring to he got like arrested, he ended up having like a baby, like the poor dude had a rough year. But so basically the the videos that you were making in 2021 were about this this country music music singer named Morgan. So like a lot of your content was about this 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 guy. Yeah, it was just like okay. jokes. Like I just I, I just love to joke around and mess around. And yeah. my age, like I didn't know anything about trends. I didn't know anything about hashtags. I didn't know I didn't yeah. know anything. So I was just making these videos, just being crazy. And my friends would be like, "You're so funny! Like that's good stuff." But when I put on, <laughs> you know, when I put on TikTok, other people liked it. I'm like, "Hey, maybe I am funny." You know? <laughs> right, right. It's like it's like you live your whole life going, "I'm the funniest person I know." It's about time people notice, right? My mom thinks I'm funny. Like that's enough, you know. But um, so my page blew up so big. I mean, considering that, like, I'm just an average person. Like, I have like thirty thousand followers on that page, and that's not from posting consistently. It's not from interacting with people. If I had known then what I know now, my page would be so much different for sure. Um, and then I'd actually been marketing unknowingly this whole time for Morgan Wallen and I could have been making so much money because I was buying like Morgan Wallen. I don't even know coffee table. I have a coffee table. I have coasters. I have all this stuff. And I was your micro hold on a second. Let me, let me, your microphone is kind of like banging off your shirt or something. I think. Okay. I'll hold it still then. Is that better? Yeah. Well either take it off or, or hold it still. Yeah. Because it's, it's kind of like going like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'll just hold it because it's connected to my earphones and I don't think I'll be able to hear you well enough. Um, okay. So um, I was actually marketing without knowing it and I just wasn't making any money off of it because I was posting all these cool things right. and I was finding and these videos were blowing up, like getting hundreds of thousands of views. And I mean, if you could do the math and you figure, you know, people are asking me for links. People are like, where did you get this? Where did you get this? And I was just giving out the link and I was just like, hey, like check it out. And then, you know, come to May and I find affiliate marketing, obviously legendary. And I'm like, holy moly, I could have been making money this entire time. And uh, so, yeah, I started doing that. And then um, I fell in love with legendary. I fell in love with, you know, the mindset change because right out of school, um, I was making a lot of money. Like I made pretty good money, but I had never had money before in my life. And so I didn't understand how to use money. And that was so important and um, I definitely got into debt extremely quickly because I never had money before and now I have all yeah. this money and now I think I'm rich and it, that just wasn't the reality. And yeah. so um, I think for me, the biggest thing I got here at Legendary besides all of these awesome like tools and resources and skills is just the mindset change of like no matter how much money you have, it's not going to matter if you don't know how to use it properly. And um, if you don't understand, like to live within your means and things like that. So mm. that's kind of where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, well, that's great. And that's one of the reasons why why I don't personally do a lot of flexing on the Internet or within this community, um, even though I have the ability to do so. No, <laughs> um, I thought that was funny. I mean, see, these, these are the kind of things, you know what I mean? To where you, you, you drop a dad joke or something and then you look at your kids and your wife and nobody's laughing and you're like, come on. I like, I thought that was funny. Um, so like, because there's such a huge flex culture online and in the entrepreneur space, 
you know, over the last couple of years, we've all been on Instagram, particularly Instagram has been the, been the worst, um, for the flex culture. But, uh, you know, we see private jets, we see, we see, we see exotic cars, we see iced out jewelry, we see all this stuff. And we think that that is success. Like that's like, I got to look like that and I got to have those things to be successful. So when we get a little bit of money or we get a credit card, we go and we spend on, on drip, right? On clothes, on jewelry, on all this stuff early in the game, cars, houses. And, and before we know it, you know, this dream of entrepreneurship of building a business or even having a good job, uh, is, is, is now a nightmare. And so it's a great thing that you bring that up because that's not just a problem in entrepreneurship. That's a problem in society because once you turn 18, you start getting bombarded with credit cards as well as pitch student loan debt. And you could graduate call. I mean, most of the time you do graduate college with six figures in debt. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's funny that you say that because I was actually thinking about going to school. I would my lifelong dream has like to be a doctor and that mindset has changed completely. Um just seeing like entrepreneurship has changed my mind for what I really feel like success is. It's definitely not about the money anymore. It's not about the house or the car. It's about like having freedom of my time and that's mm -hmm. kind of what I'm working towards now is like I would love for this to like business to blow up and I could, you know, quit my job tomorrow. But even if that doesn't happen, um, I just want to come to the point where it's like, okay, maybe I only have to work two days out of the week or maybe I only, you know, I want to have that freedom more than the money. And I think yeah. huge, like just having that mindset of recognizing your freedom is so, so much more than money. Yeah. And I think that living in America anyways, we have a lot of freedom that we don't realize that we have and um is all we have to do is start traveling in 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 uh and in, in we kind of you know we take our problems back and say i'm grateful for my problems I, I don't want other people's problems but uh there is there is another level of freedom right because because as much as uh, as much freedom as we do have just to kind of move about freely and live where we want and kind of do what we want and say what we want, right? The freedom of speech and all these kind of things that we have, the freedom to bear arms, all these, all these rights, there is another level, you know, there's levels to the, to the freedom game. And I think that's something that a lot of people, uh, are, are kind of shocked by when they're exposed to, a community like us where we're like, for me personally, Brie, I've, I've not, I, I wouldn't even know what to do with myself driving into a job or having to go somewhere for eight hours a day or, or sitting in traffic. Like I haven't done that in so long and just detaching. Now there's nothing wrong with that. Cause I did that for a period of time because I had to get to where I was, you know, get to where I was going. But um, the, there is, there is a, um, there is a, there is a whole new world sort of waiting for people to kind of discover, uh, when they lower their skepticism and they lower their pessimistic attitude about what's possible. And just, you don't have to be a super duper positive person, positive thinker. 
It's just, were you ever skeptical or, or did you just not know this world existed? Um, I was always wondering how like people were making money online. Like I, I've always wondered that and I just didn't know how they were doing it. And I've had yeah. a lot of people tell me like, you, you could be one of those influencers. I'm like, I know I'm just a regular person. Like I don't even know where I would get started. And so, um, whenever I first came across legendary, it was obviously on TikTok. Yeah, I was super skeptical. And whenever, even when I started the seven day, I mean the 15 day, um, challenge, I actually locked my card. So that like no other charges could be put on my card. <laughs> oh, like, for real? You thought that there was going to be like just like uh, uh, just we we're going to start kind of dinging your card? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, what? Man. This is too good to be true. You know, like I just had that mindset. I was super skeptical about the program. I was super skeptical about the process. Yeah. And, um, so, you know, so obviously I went through the challenge and I was like, well, I'm going to give it a shot. You know, I'm going to try and see. And sure enough, it worked. Like it would just, it blew my mind because it just, it worked and I couldn't believe that it actually worked. So yeah, I was super skeptical about it and just seeing the opportunity that is here online, you know, um, it's definitely changed my mindset of my life direction. Absolutely. So let's talk about kind of what you're, what you're doing. Um, you, you in, you're not. It, it doesn't seem to me, which I, I don't really know yet really what you're doing. Um, cause I mean, for those of you who are new to the show or whatever, like there's not a big interview process and I don't, I didn't even talk to Brie before we went live. I just said, Hey, how you doing? And so I'm learning right along every, with everyone else here listening. And I think that's one of the kind of cool things about the show is that there's no prep and there's no script and I, you could say some crazy ass stuff. I would have no control over it. I would probably respond and shoot the shit with you and figure out where <laughs> you're going with it, right? But, um, but uh, what exactly what exactly are you doing? How have you turned this hobby, this passion, now into? How have you began to monetize it in your own really cool and creative way? Because that's what I want people to hear today: is that you instead of looking at what everybody else is doing and trying to sort of follow the crowd and, 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 and really get this kind of big comparisonitis that we all have, uh, kind of naturally, I think it's, we all want to kind of, we have, I, I feel like it's a natural thing. And I'm only saying that because if you feel like you're wanting to look at other people and see what they're doing and do what they're doing, I just want to let you know it's normal. But Brie, you've, you've done something unique here. So walk us through what you have done and and kind of how you're doing it so we can kind of understand a little bit more. Okay, absolutely. So um, the first thing that I noticed is on Morgan Wallen's page, he actually doesn't have an email list. Like I've put my email into that page. I can't tell you how many times I've been like, well, maybe they just didn't get my emails. Like, I don't know. So then Are you I, talking about on his like website or his? Yeah, on his, yeah. on his personal website, you know, and people are always like, what is he doing? What is he doing? I'm like, okay, so what if I build an email list and just give them updates? Cause I'm obviously paying attention to what this guy's doing anyways. Yeah. I'm obviously, you know, doing all these things. So I kind of built an email list of quite a few people. And then, um, you know, I just honestly, like there's so many affiliate programs. Obviously, Amazon's a big one. But like Etsy has an affiliate program. And I didn't even yeah. know about that. Wow. And there's so many cool things on Etsy. 
Um, there's so many different places that have affiliate programs that I had no idea about until I started researching them. And so I started applying and then I, you know, I would send out a few emails like, hey guys, this is what he's up to today. This is the things he's doing. And hey, by the way, check out these cool other things that I found, right? Um, and so sure enough, I'm sending out those emails. Those people want the emails. They want to know what this guy's doing. These people are crazy. They put up billboards in Nashville when he got banned from the CMAs. Okay, these people just want links. Um, I I'm in a Facebook group with the Morgan Wallen fan page. These yeah. people are literally asking for you to find things that they want. So literally, yeah. all I had to do was go on the internet, find things that they want, make sure they have an affiliate program, and share it with these people. So it yeah. wasn't. A lot of times it wasn't necessarily that I was just out there like um, throwing my links at people. People would actually come ask me, hey, where did you get that? Hey, right. what, you know, where did you find these things? And so, yeah, now I do that a lot through my email list. Um, one thing, I did have my other TikTok page banned and I was almost mm. at 10,000, which mm. is super disheartening, but right. it's okay. Um, that actually shifted my focus to maybe building a more permanent um, platform because now I see that the process works and I yeah. see that obviously it's successful. So that's been my focus the last month is I actually am super interested in blogging. Um, it's a really, really, really hard thing to start. Yeah. It's, not, it's not easy. Uh, but, so I've been giving a lot of my attention and time to that because I want to build a platform that is my own, that nobody can ban, nobody can yeah. take down. You know, uh, God forbid that my other pages get taken down or something happens on YouTube or whatever, right? Yeah. Like I, I want to have something that is mine. No one can take it down and people know where to find me all the yeah. time. Right. And some of the most successful sites, like for example, back when I was doing network marketing, um, back in the day, like these news sites like MLM help desk and uh, business from home, they were sort of, they were the, they were the news. They were the, they were the, um, they were sort of the, the bullhorn, right. That communicated the news about the industry. Um, similarly to, to news channels, who, when you want to know what's going on in the world, or you want to know what's going on with the president, or you want to know what's going on with, you don't go to whitehouse.gov, you turn on your TV, and you let that station communicate those things to you, right? I mean, that's tip, I'm not saying use personally, but just society does. Um, so I think we underestimate the power of, of that having that hub and even that website to where on a specific topic, particularly with this sort of kind of strategy to where you're communicating news about an artist or a musician or uh, somebody or a, or a sports team or something. This is a, the, this is like the true definition of niching down, right? So a lot of people might think, okay, Hey, I love country music. I'm going to get into country music, but the, the real power, um, I think that you're showing us all and teaching us all right now and reminding us of is the power of super niching down, like niching down all the way to a specific artist because the, the content is that much more potent because it relates to a specific person. And even as you said, in 2020, he had a bunch of drama. 
I mean, that's like TMZ for this guy. So if you can find an artist or a musician or somebody who has a lot of drama, who has a lot of things going on in their life, um, who's not just cute, who's not just, you know, somebody who we all like to look at or like them grow their family, but who's going through divorces, who's having kids, who's having, I mean, like Drake would be a good example. Like Drake is somebody who he had the, the, the kid who was sort of a secret there for a while. And, and, and then he finally kind of let everybody know that he had a son. And then remember he brought him to the music awards here just recently and everybody got to see like him kind of walking beside his dad. And I, I don't know, I, I'm sure this Morgan guy is much more interesting than Drake is, but that would be a good example of somebody who you already know tens or hundreds of millions of people around the world like this person, love this, are obsessed with this person. And if you can become the go-to hub for news, for drama, for like TMZ, for show dates, for appearances, where they were spotted at, what town they might be in right now today because you looked at an Instagram picture, an Instagram story, and identified that you know, that was this, the Seattle tower. You become almost like a stalker, right? But people love that because they want to stalk these people. They want to potentially go and catch them coming out of the studio somewhere. And these are the type of fans that will go and drive hours to just maybe get a glimpse. Of, am I, am I hitting the nail on the head right now? Oh, heck yes. These people, yeah. myself included, are bonkers i can't even tell you they the amount of money they are willing to spend on this man is just insane so yeah if you could be that middleman on whatever it could like you said sports teams that's huge too like how or many players on a sports team what about that that's even more niche down right yeah there's i mean there's scandals all the time like I mean, obviously now it's it's past, but like A-Rod would have been a crazy one, like right when he was going through all his scandals. And I yeah. mean, there's so many things that people like they people may follow on Britney Spears, right? She's going through this whole thing to where she's trying to get her life back right now. And if you became obsessed, like say you were a Britney Spears fan, so you're already interested, but like that's somebody who I'm sure a lot of people are sleeping on right now. That's just one that popped in my head. Oh yeah, that's huge right now. I can't tell you how many like posts that's like free Britney and right. Okay, you know, but yeah, but definitely I think finding and then another thing too is I've made a lot of friends with these people, right? So I've built this page and I share similar interests with these people. So when I share things with them, it doesn't seem like I'm trying to make money off of them. To them, yeah. it seems like oh, Brie found this really cool thing and she wants to share it with us. So yeah. focus on building a lot of relationships too, and the money is going to come later. You know? Yeah. No. So I like the I like I, I like how you've you've. So would you say that you've positioned yourself as like the number one fan or would you say that you've more positioned yourself as somebody who communicates like what's going on with this guy what would you say kind of if somebody was to to describe you who followed you or maybe who's bought some merch or something from you like how would they describe you i think um initially it would have been the number one fan but it's definitely transitioned now to like the news center more or less um my email list is more so where i share a lot more 
detailed things, obviously. My TikTok is more like the entertaining thing. Um, so I would say now it's more they come to me like, hey, uh, what, what's going on with Morgan? Like, we haven't heard anything. I'm like, well, dude, he's been off the radar, you know? Like, um, yeah. his sister actually followed me on TikTok. And wow. I was blown. I was like, oh, they know me. They know me now. Uh, right. But yes, yeah, so I would say that they come to me more so just for like news, but also they view me as a number one fan. He hasn't reached out to me to like give me backstage passes or anything like that yet, which I'm really like, come on, dude, like, come on. Right. But um, yeah, I definitely think that it was initially number one fan, but now it's transitioning more to like a news resource because he doesn't have an email, like he doesn't have any updates going out. Do you think that, do you have a part of you that is is potentially hoping or open to if he and his team reach out or his team reach out for you to come in and maybe onboard him as a client uh, and or work or have him hire you i mean is that would you be open to something like that that thought has actually crossed my mind a lot and a lot of people have asked me that they're like what would you do if his team reached out to you you know because you're actually doing a lot for him like right now right you know, you are marketing for him, not only his music, but obviously his merch and other things like that. What would you do? And I'm like, well, I have the skills now. Like, I know how to do these things now, thanks to Legendary. But yeah, I think I would actually do that. And it's like, I love country music. To be able to do something like that would be amazing. I think it'd be a huge opportunity for me. Um, you just never know what's going to happen. And so yeah. um, I haven't gotten that email yet, but maybe soon. <laughs> yeah, I and even, I mean, I think that's just the tip of the iceberg for what's what's like your potential and the opportunity for you now that you kind of understand how to navigate these platforms and you understand kind of the psychology of a of a target customer because that's ultimately like what you've learned in in I think the the one of the easiest ways to understand a target customer is is kind of is kind of be that target customer first. And that's exactly what you were. And I think a lot of people miss that. I think a lot of people, for example, you guys, many of you came in and wanted to learn how to make money online. I mean, I would think that that's why the majority of you are here or else you love this, this, this beautiful baby face showing up every day. I don't know what it is, but I mean, it could be, it could be my good looks. I just don't think it is. I think most of these people want to, you know, build a business online. And what I think a lot of a lot of us miss is is just looking at what drew me in. Like, what did I like? What would how would I like to be communicated to? Like, what message resonated with me? Did you do you did you and do you have that awareness um, to to stay to to both speak to your audience like you'd want to be spoken to? And how are you staying connected? Because I think sometimes when we, we become the creator and the communicator, sometimes marketers get they they get far away from who they're talking to. It's one of the reasons why I do the show is because personally, I want to stay connected and attached to my target client, right? I mean, you are somebody who I love to market to. And it just so happens you're a great person, happy, you've got good personality, you're super grateful. Um, but in general, somebody who wants to build a business online, 
do you understand the, what I'm trying to ask here? Like how, how are you, how are you working on and improving, like understanding the psychology and, and, and what do you think has worked so well, I guess, to be able to connect your writing and your emails and, and your, and what you're saying on your videos? Like, what do you think it is? What do you think is your kind of secret sauce that's resonating with people and getting them to kind of know, like, and trust you? I think um, just being, like I said, just being friendly and being myself. These people that are on my TikTok page have followed me on Instagram. They, we actually have exchanged phone numbers. Like a lot of these people I know on a personal level. Mm -hmm. And so um, obviously I can't be in 3,000 places at once. So going live, definitely getting to know people over live. Um, you know, in the Facebook group, a lot of people message me and say, hey, like, I've seen your videos. You're so funny. Like, do you have an Instagram? And um, so they know how I speak. They know my voice. They know my personality. And so when I write my emails or when I'm posting videos or whatever, I try to stay within this spunky, like high energy vibe that is me. Like, I know that's not everybody, but that is me. And that's how these people know me. And so yeah. On my page, yeah, sometimes I post a few personal videos. They usually don't do as well because that's not like what my page is about. But I want right. these people to know me and know who I am and know my personality. So they're so they know me, you know, it's like yeah. like like branding kind of, you know, like Yeah. I, so Yeah, I mean, no, I totally get it. And I think that's really important. I think that's kind of I like, I think you could do it either way. So any of you who are listening, who are kind of having ideas marinate and, and kind of thoughts come up, um, I think you could do it either way. I think you could do it without showing your face at all, like totally behind the scenes. Like I really, I know that that's possible. I've seen it done before. Um, of course, you know, it's, it's hard to kind of connect with those people and get them on shows and stuff. Cause they're literally behind the scenes and nobody knows who actually kind of runs the business. But I do think the way that you're doing this is the perfect combination of about 90 to 95% your topic and then sprinkling in um, bits and pieces about yourself, maybe even 90 to 97% your topic, because a lot of what people and I'm a good example of that too. People will connect with you not because you're constantly talking about yourself and your personal life, but just because of the way that you deliver your content. You know, they'll connect with your quirks. And that's one of the things that I I I really constantly try to remind all of you about is that like you got so many of you, all of you have your own unique personality. It's beautiful. It's cool. It's funny. I know some of you are sitting there thinking you're beating yourself up thinking, no, I don't. Right. And if you turn that frown upside down and, and, and get out of your pessimistic glass, half empty, beating yourself up mode, we can, we can get to this place to where you'll admit and you know that you have, you're a special type of snowflake, right? You're a unique person. And the more you bring that out, the more that you kind of, that is your brand. Bree, what are some of the kind of things that you do that are quirky that you know that people like about you and that is one of those kind of intangibles. It's not just the content about this guy, Morgan, 
but it is certain things that you do or the way that you do them. And now maybe even you do them intentionally because you've realized people like them about you or kind of know you for those things. You're smiling. Is something specific coming up for you? I don't know if there's anything in specific, but like on my page, I'd actually like do a male like makeup of Morgan Wallen, which was just like a painted on mustache. And like I made myself a mullet and he wears like an earring, you know, and that was hilarious in my mind. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like this is so embarrassing. I hope nobody that knows me sees this. And then it blew up. And like and then, you know, people are like, oh, my gosh, like do another Morgan skit, you know, and I'm like, right. Okay, like I look like an idiot, but that's the thing is like I grew up in a really small town, so I had this like, oh my goodness, like what are people going to think of me? And then yeah. I got out on the internet and I realized there's crazy people out there just like me that like this and think I'm funny and and like me as a person yeah. and and just who I am at the end of the day. And you're going to find those people online. Like you're going to find your tribe. You're going to find the people that love you for you. And um, so I would say that just they know that I'm crazy and I honestly would post pretty much anything. Um, these skits are just hilarious, in my opinion. If you don't understand the scandals, you probably won't get the humor. But, yeah. uh, you know, I just think just being willing to put yourself out there. And some people aren't as funny and silly, but maybe you have a different story to tell. You know, maybe you've been through a certain thing in life. People will resonate with you and they'll connect with you and sometimes you don't even know why it's just it's just who you are but just yeah. being yourself and people see that and they love that yeah i totally agree so one of the things that i like about what you've done um is that you basically have just like all the it like basically said kind of i ain't gonna try to be perfect with this i'm just going to do this right and i don't give a damn how it like looks like i'm not gonna worry about having a fancy website and all this kind of stuff to get started and you basically just on your your link bio have like links out to like literally like amazon like pages right it, to, for 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 various products right uh this other one, uh, the iPods case, right? <laughs> I, I mean, it's just, it's literally just, it's linking right out to the particular product. And then this was Matt's favorite before we went live, you know, the Morgan Wallen make mullets great again flag, um, you know, $14.99. Every time somebody buys that, you're going to get a commission because you've, you've used your affiliate, uh, your, um, uh, Amazon affiliate link. And then you've got a, a, a little product site here. It looks like on Redbubble to where, you know, people can order, it looks like t-shirts and stuff. And did you, it, or in, in iPhone covers and stuff like that. And it looks like maybe these are designs that you made or something or had made and, and somebody, somebody can get them on a, on a t-shirt or something. Is that right? Yeah, so I do. I mean, there's a lot of ways to make money online. I definitely think affiliate marketing is one of the easiest ways after trying other ways. Um, but yeah, I do a few print on demand things and um, I, I create those designs myself. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, I think the affiliate marketing is way easier. And that's <laughs> when people ask me, like, what's the easiest way? I'm like, affiliate marketing. <laughs> right. I mean, and, and you're doing just affiliate marketing in like such a simple and easy way. Like you're not, you're just linking. I mean, and in that particular, you could certainly. So let me ask you this. How are you building your email list? How are you actually getting people's emails? 
Yeah. So I did have my ClickFunnels in my in my bio at one point, but because okay. I've shifted my focus to building a website, I took that down. I've just left the links of things that I've made videos on, you know, that have that are still trending. Like I'm still getting likes of people viewing those things coming in every day. Um, so I leave those links there so people could find them, obviously. But um, as far as the email list, I did build it with my ClickFunnels. But like I said, I'm transitioning to a website, to a blog, where these things will be on there forever, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's how I built the email list initially. But like I said, I'm in a transition stage. Yeah, so that makes that, sense. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, I just, I wonder even during this transition stage, would it be would it be smart just to like what do you have your email list in a Weber get response or something like that a Weber yeah just to to just to at least keep a link up with a little a Weber form that because a Weber you can build little landing pages in a Weber as well just so you can continue to collect email addresses like I, I just for me, lead generation is the blood flow. It's the it's the lifeblood of every business. And I think a lot of times when things are working th and we want to grow to the next level, I talked about this the other day, we stop doing what is working and what got us to where we're at right now because we want to grow to the next level. And I think my personal opinion now after doing this myself, right, and seeing just thousands of other people as we grow we just want to make sure that we don't stop doing what was working and it, we can never ever underestimate the power of lead generation it all starts with building your list with generating leads and then curating those leads by sending emails and sending communication to them you know on a daily basis or regular basis and so anyways you don't have to answer and you don't have to commit. And I just wanted to throw that out there for you to think about, to just at least continue generating those leads because we just, it's such a valuable thing to have somebody's email address. And even, you know, another thing that you could start is community. There's a, a product named community, which is exactly what we use every day to send out these text messages. Okay. Um, and, you can get people to also text you. So, so you can have your own personal number to where you can have a text message alert list to where, um, to where, and you can also, it allows you to, you can also respond back to people in this app. So it's kind of a, it's kind of a, a it's kind of a, it's kind of a, it's kind of like an email autoresponder to where you can blast the entire list. You can also make, like segments. So if you wanted, um, you know, if, if you wanted to segment down, you know, people who are interested in shows or people who are interested in just general information or whatever, but most people just have one number, one big list. It's easiest to do it like that. You can also set up, you know, whenever somebody has a birthday, you can send them out a, a, a birthday video. Like it's just a cool, it's another thing that you can kind of more own and control. Um, I know you don't own community, but it's sort of like an email list. Like you can kind of own it, control it, and it's not going to get banned and deactivated because you're paying for it as well. And the prices are really reasonable. So I'd invite you to kind of think about that maybe as well. Yeah. Thank you for that, Dave. I honestly didn't know that you could just put the little AWeber thing in there either. Like I'm really new to this. Yeah. 
I, mean, I am not like an expert marketer. Like, I don't know. I, I'm really new. I'm still learning. So I appreciate you giving me those tips because yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. And I understand you wanting to transition and, do, and have your kind of own site. I think that when you lose an account, you start looking around and going, okay, how, what other shit can I lose? You know what I mean? Like what else can people take from me? And, and so you want to transition in, you know, from maybe a click funnels to a, a blog that you own on your domain, or you want, like, there's like, you start thinking about how can I, you know, if that's more of in your strategy matches that as well, like your strategy matches having a blog and a website to where you can post more long form articles or post to where you can give more information and people can essentially read things sort of like they would re read news on TMZ.com, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, so I appreciate that. And I definitely think about it because, yeah, I don't want to stop collecting emails because I definitely, you definitely shouldn't. Yeah, you shouldn't. And you can also want somebody and, and, and I would, I would even potentially, I would even potentially, if I was you, I would take the links up at top and I would just drive them directly to a landing page and I would make some some irresistible offer for them to opt into that page. And then once they opted in, I would have links to all those products. Yeah, that's definitely you know what, what I, mean? I was doing at the beginning because I was like, oh, you'll get email updates of people. Like I told you, these people are crazy. Like they just want to know where he's at and that these yeah. people want to know that. So that's what I had to, was doing initially. But like I yeah. said, in this process of transition, it's a lot of learning too. I yeah. Think, you know, it takes time to like, okay, sit back. Okay, what do I need to learn? What do I need to get going here? So um, that was definitely where I was going. That's how I built the email list initially. How many emails did you generate uh, so far? I would say like 3,000. Dude, you don't want to stop collecting emails <laughs> from these people. I mean, because they're so willing to give you their email address and you could so easily every day send out an email, which would, if you want to blog, you need to work on the written content. So on top of... And that's your whole business, right? If you're going to continue down this path of marketing to um, artists or musicians' audiences, and you, remember, you could duplicate this, right? You could duplicate this when, if you, and there's many out there, other artists, musicians who have fanatical followings. But <coughs> um, if you're going to be blogging, right? If you're going to be writing content on a blog, one of the best things you can do right now is begin to practice writing. And I know most people think, well, I know how to write, but writing succinctly, clear, concise, and persuasively with comedy, humor, stories sprinkled in is an art. It's not just a science. It's not just something that, oh, I'll do that when I'm ready. No, it's something that you work on and get better as you go. And so right now, if I was in your shoes, I would drive everybody in all of my content to just simply opt into my landing page. And then I would offer all those free kind of swag and recommended cool stuff on the, on the, on the thank you page. But every day or every other day or um, at a certain set time of the week, right? I would send out a weekly newsletter or a daily newsletter, right? Daily, daily Morgan update, whatever. And in that email, I would both practice my writing, tell the story, deliver the news, deliver the drama, whatever. But it also gives me an opportunity 
to make a call to action and put more product in front of these people's face every single day. And it's proven, at least in my career, that people buy more from email than anywhere else. It's just for some reason, it's just a like people go to their email to do business, I feel like, whereas they go to social media to socialize and scroll. I think we get lucky that people buy so much from social media, but you know, it's just another place that you have an opportunity to be able to put something in front of somebody's face. And it's also easy if they can't do it right then for them to go back into their inbox and pull up that email and find it and follow through with what they wanted to do. Like buy, like maybe they're standing in line and they see the email and they wanted to buy that iPhone cover, but then they get called on. It's easy to go back to the email and pull up that email and find that link versus go find that video that they saw on social media. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I'm really green. I'm like a new baby marketer. So all these tips are amazing. I really appreciate you sharing them with me. Yeah. Well, thanks for doing the initial work to make it so I could give you feedback. I mean, that's one of the biggest challenges in this, in this kind of whole process here is that it's difficult to coach somebody while they're still on the bench, but it's easy to coach somebody while they're on the field because they're taking swings. You can step back and look at what they're doing. And for you to have you know, taken just absolute, this is what we talk about, guys, when we talk about taking action. Take, we all get tired of hearing that. Take action, take action, take action. But it's like this is the power. This is what can happen. First of all, you, your dreams expand. You make money. You get results. You get excited. You get fired up. But then also, if you're a, if you're in a community like this, you have stuff that we can give you feedback on. You know what I mean? Which is like, that's how the whole coaching process works. And I think the reason why people get burnout on coaching is because a coach needs a player. Yeah. You can't <laughs> coach somebody who's on the bench. So I think that that's the part that we play as clients and customers. It's sort of like I was talking to my therapist yesterday. I come to those calls who acts as a coach for me, right? I, I, and I have multiple coaches. I have a couple in my life right now. And I come to them ready to work. And I come to them and I say, this is what I've done over the past two weeks. And I, I, come, I came to my man yesterday and said, look, I made a commitment two weeks ago. I didn't do it. I didn't follow up on it. Here's how I felt. Here's why I think I didn't. Here's the feelings and thoughts I had. And I want to bring it. I want to be accountable for it and, and, and work on it and process it. The, it Man, a, a, a coach can work with that. Yeah. Yeah. Be coachable. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and and don't be afraid to try what they're saying. Like, what's the worst that could happen? It doesn't work. <laughs> okay. Well, you're exactly where you were before you tried it, right? I mean, yeah. chances are it's going to work if you execute properly. But, I, you know, I stop thinking about, well, what could go wrong? But think about what could go right. You know, like stop, stop selling yourself short. Yeah. 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 I mean, and taking responsibility. I mean, like I see so many people who, and I'm looking at one of the comments, Suha says, I bought get rich quick programs, but, and, and Suha, I'm not calling you out or trying to embarrass you, but it's like, what I learned is, and what I've, what I've, what I've like seen over 10 years in this industry 
is that most people buy things and don't do anything with them. You know, like there's literally nothing that I've bought that I didn't learn something from, even if it was marketed as the schemiest, scammiest thing. And it was like it was mostly BS. Like I still found something that I could walk away and learn from it. And there is an element of just like taking total responsibility for my success. It's not anybody else's responsibility to come to my house and sit next to me and coach me and get me up off the couch and, and point out things for me. Well, did you notice this? Did you learn this? Did you see this? Did you try that? Like, that's my responsibility. And that's the, that's the responsibility. If I buy a gym membership, it's not the gym's responsibility to bring the equipment to my house. It's my responsibility to, go to the gym and work out and nobody ever buys a gym membership and says, yeah, I bought a, a get, get ripped fast program and it didn't work. Like we don't do that. Right. Because they're, because the gyms have been around for a long time, but the internet's new and selling information is new. And, and this is, and, and it's such a, it's, it's such a typical and, and common thing for people to say, well, in an, an easy thing to say, well, I got scammed. Right. I don't have to take any responsibility if I say that, right? I can just blame it on you, right? I bought your program and I didn't do anything with it. And it's just, it was a scam, right? It's, it wasn't a scam. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a scam. I'll tell you what's a scam. College is a scam. Taxes are a scam, right? There's a lot of shit that you do every day willingly. Your job in many respects is a scam. You, you could look at it and say, God damn it. I'm showing up to this. I'm driving two hours each way every day to go and bust my ass to, uh, you know, make minimum wage. Well, this a holes out on a yacht every other, this is a skit, right? No. But we don't call it a skit. We call it a job. We're grateful to have a job, right? So, I mean, I, I'm going to get down off of my soapbox here, but, um, but you know, I just, I say all this to praise you. Brie, to praise you, to say, you did this. You went out there and took action. You're on this show because we noticed you because you're kicking some serious tail and doing some cool stuff. And you didn't hit me up and say, well, babe, I, you know, I want my $7 back. You know, it's, uh, you know, I, I mean, <laughs> I see people who literally call their credit card companies over $7. It's like, you didn't get $7 worth of value and, and you couldn't, you want a refund? You couldn't just email customer support and just say, I want my $7 back. Well, I'll mail you a check. I'll put, I'll put $10 in quarters and send it to your house. Like, I don't want your $7. You know what I mean? So, well, damn it. I've been scammed. I'm going to call my credit card company right now and get my $7. Who has time to do that? I have been amazed. Like, that's another thing, too, about going viral. I always be like, how cool would it be to go viral? You see how many miserable people there are in the world, and it's just mind-blowing <sighs> how many haters there are for no reason. I and know. so, yeah, definitely. I, yeah, I I'm talking about making money online, and I'm saying that I can show you some tips and tricks, but you don't have to buy my shit. You don't have to come and sign up. I'm not coming to your house and saying, 
pulling out a nine millimeter and saying, get your card out and put, spend seven dollars. Yeah, like it's like, don't buy it. You know who you are. You know that when you buy stuff, you have a tendency to be skeptical and and look. It's just look. I, I mean, obviously, this is ten years worth of dealing with this, and that's where this is coming from. It's not right. I get fired up over this, but what I mostly get fired up over is when I see somebody like you who makes no excuses, who just, it's like, what, it's just like, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm, it's either I'm going to do it or I'm not. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like, why waste your time complaining and bitching and moaning and whining if you're not going to do anything with it, just move on with life. And, and, and if, and the other thing I tell people is maybe you weren't cut out to be an entrepreneur. Maybe this isn't for you. This isn't for everybody. We're not sitting around trying to convince everybody that this is easy. It's like this shit takes work. You gotta have some hustle. You gotta have some heart. Yeah. And you clearly got that, girl. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Well, any final words for the folks out there that are sitting on the fence today wondering if today's going to be the day that I go out there and start kicking some major ass? Yeah, I would say just go for it. Just you have you have nothing to lose. You have everything to gain. Don't be afraid of what people think about you or what people say just don't just don't hold back because the longer you wait like for my for me obviously i lost a lot of money that i could have made had i acted sooner but i just i honestly was a little bit skeptical i didn't know if this was going to work but don't wait because that you're going to you're going to lose more money waiting than if yeah. you just invest in yourself now true that true that well you are a rock star and um yeah, I hope if this dude reaches out to you, like asking you to come and work from, I hope you're like, nah, bro. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not even like, I'll, I'll, you can hire me, right? But I got, I'm running my own business here. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm running my own business here because, uh, you know, that you got a lot of, lot of, lot of potential and a lot of opportunity that's ahead of you just simply because of the way you approach things and the way you take the bull by the horns and start rocking it. So, um, keep up the good work and let me know if there's anything I or we can do for you and we'll have you back if you'd be willing to come on. Okay. I would love that. Thank you guys so much. You guys have a great day. All right. See you, Brie. Bye. All right, my friends go and follow her for sure. She's really, so, you know, I mean, just a rock star, somebody who is so worth having in your network and, and learning from and getting a different perspective on how to build this business and do affiliate marketing and, and so forth. So, um, yeah, guys, again, what, what I said, I threw the shirt, but I'll, I'll grab it one more time. If you haven't registered for the event and you have a mastermind ticket, go ahead and do that now. Uh, you can do that. We send out some emails or you can contact customer support support at legendarymarketer.com. We'll see you back here tomorrow for another episode. Get out of here. Have a great day. Be legendary. And we'll talk to you later. Peace.